hear about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Uh, we have a very, very unique and important show this uh, today. Uh, we're going to talk about how to avoid getting sick in the first place, how to, how to grow old and be well. And, you know, you are what you eat is an expression you've heard, I'm sure, at least once in your lifetime. And we're going to be talking about you are what you eat. Uh, with a very special guest. Uh, first, I want to thank um, <clears throat> my sponsors. Um, and uh, the first sponsor is um, Promo Life. Promo Life um, it makes the finest uh, home ozone generators and even medical ozone generators now, for that matter, and a whole range of um, ozonated products that are just absolutely special. They came out with um, an, an ozone, uh, a nice smelling, even though there's one that's neutral without any scent, uh, ozone underarm deodorant. And my wife loves it, and we can't keep it in the office. Um, it sells out just as fast as they can send them to me. because they're not expensive, and uh, they're very healthy. They're not going to be putting any aluminum into your body to... Um, um, cause you cause you problems. They have a whole line of organic ozonated oils that you can use for various skin problems, wounds, herpes, you name it. Um, so if you call them at 888-742-3404, that's 888-742-3404, tell them you heard about them here on the Dr. Robin Show. And they're going <clears> to <throat> do something very special for you. <clears throat> uh, depending on what you're ordering, they'll give you some money off or they'll give you a special you know, gift that'll save you a lot of money. Um, you also go to Promolife, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E.com, and you can see all the different products that they offer. Uh, they have videos up showing you how to use everything. Pretty, pretty uh, wonderful, wonderful company. And then... You are what you eat. Well, you need to be putting good, healthy probiotics uh, into your body. And probiotics need to eat something, and they're called prebiotics. And when you put prebiotics, the, f the fiber uh, that they enjoy eating, and the probiotics together, it's called a, a symbiotic, S-Y-N. And Doctors Biome Colon Health is a unique symbiotic because it has 15 patented strains of bacteria that are living in the 100% organic mint, kale, lettuce, cucumber, celery, apple, lemon juice. They're eating the fiber that's in there and growing in number every day. So when you drink this delicious two-ounce shot, they're created to survive. These bacteria will survive your stomach over 90%. And then they have also been created, which is why they call them next generation smart bacteria. Can't make this stuff up. Um, 
Next generation smart bacteria are actually created to stick to the wall of the colon. So not only do they aid digestion, which most any probiotic might be able to do if it survives the stomach, um, but they're also going to stick to the wall of the colon to help heal the gut, get yeast in balance, allow you to absorb your nutrients better. It's a, it's an absolutely amazing product. Patients that uh, I treat or, and I, or that I've seen that have many different digestive disorders, irritable bowel, leaky gut, chronic, um, um, Crohn's disease, C. diff, I mean, the list goes on with every kind of digestive disease you can imagine, ulcerative colitis, colitis, duodenitis, ileitis. This stuff heals them. I mean, you can't make medical claims for a, um, a, a food supplement. The FDA says you can't. But the patients who have these problems only come back to me and tell me, wow, uh, what great, great results they're getting. And if you don't want to call them patients, because you're not a patient who's listening to this necessarily, um, if you have these problems and you take it, you're not my patient, but it can heal you just as well. Trust that it's a major, major part of the healing, the natural healing that you want. So go to Doctor's Biome, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E, doctorsbiome.com. And make sure you put the code RADIO20 in, R-A-D-I-O-20, and you'll get 20% off um, your entire first purchase. And because we're talking about food very specially today, if you email me after you get your first order and you'll love it so much that you want more, email me at ozonedoctor, O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R, at yahoo.com ozone doctor at yahoo.com and ask for a special coupon code and i will give you my patient's coupon code so you'll get a good chunk of money off your future orders okay so today we're going to be talking about growing organic healthy food and how to grow it healthy and well um, because a lot of people um, may find that their gardens, even if they're using organic plants and whatnot, they just don't do well. They may, they may die. They may even find that some of the non-organic plants they may have planted do better than organic plants. The problem is not necessarily in the seedlings, but even more so potentially in the soil itself that you're using and the compost that you're using. So we happen to have so we're going to discuss today with an, one of, a, a renowned expert organic farmer and composter, Joe LaPiana, how to recycle food waste, wood chips, leaves, all green matter, including grass clippings and manure, into a, a nutritious fertilizer for your plants to grow in. Um, we're going to talk about, hopefully we're going to talk about, because the show goes so fast, drip irrigation, making compost, making biochar, how to do all this and make it work. Now, Joe has been living a 30-plus year plant-based lifestyle, and he's learned a lot of valuable lessons. Um, 
you know, his passion for organic fruit and vegetables um, uh, basically made a big difference in his life. I've known him for these thir- for 30 plus, well, over 20 plus years now. And he's one of the healthiest, most energetic people I know. And you are what you eat. Um, but he decided to get into organic farming. And um, he has a nice little organic farm. I know he does, um, um, you know, farmer's markets and things like that now. Um, and um, he started to get into composting. And initially, when because he takes care of my garden. If you saw my garden this year, you'd go, oh, my God, it looks prehistoric. These, yeah, right. The fruits and the the vegetables, and I guess, you know, tomatoes are fruit, really. Uh, They're growing like crazy. You cannot imagine the size of what I'm getting uh, growing this year. And it was a process because the compost that he was using in, in, in some past years just didn't do it. But this year, OMG, oh my God, is this stuff growing like crazy. So without further ado, because the show goes so fast, um, hello, Joe. Hello, Dr. Robbins. So talk to me, you know, let's get everybody, you know, a little warmed up. Talk a little bit more about why you got into this, what, you know, what it means to you and, and how this whole, this whole um, organic gardening and, um, and growing uh, developed. Okay. Well, living uh, exclusively on on plants and uh, vegetables and and fruit um, made me uh, really dig hard to get high quality um, uh, uh, food, and and I was increasingly becoming unhappy with the quality of food that I was getting at both health food stores and at Whole Foods and different places. I, I guess um, you know I, I just wasn't feeling the the energy that I, I was hoping to get from this plant-based diet that I was on. So I, I, I took matters into my own hands and I started to uh, grow the food myself, hoping that um, I could increase the value and nutrition of the food and hence um, make me feel a little bit better than I was feeling. And my hunch was correct. And uh, fast forward, I want to say almost 10 years later, um, I've added seven greenhouses to my operation, which allows me to grow year-round. And I'm able to harvest and eat food um, in the winter where normally... You know, you're locked into the stores that, uh, you know, you have to go buy your food at. I'm able to go harvest uh, things like um, uh, celery and, and um, uh, spinach, uh, carrots, uh, cilantro, um, and uh, some even kale, some of the cold weather uh, vegetables. Primarily, believe it or not, I was living a lot on spinach. And... I have to tell you that um, spinach is one of the most unique uh, vegetables I think I've ever grown in that I never realized how it could sustain cold temperatures and remain in a growing, it continues to grow. Now, I do 
keep the greenhouse uh, pretty insulated. Um, it is warm in there during the day. At night, it does get cold. It doesn't freeze, but it does get cold. And the most important thing is, is that these vegetables maintain their life in there. And as a result of it, I could come back and, you know, every, every several days harvest food. Now, the nice thing about carrots are if you plant them before the, the, the cold, meaning like you catch it like in August, September, even October, they begin to grow outside and you have a few months of growing and germinating and growing. And then you, you put up the cover if you're fortunate enough to, to build a greenhouse. I happen to have hoop houses. Um, we could talk a little bit about hoop houses. But the, the beauty of that is it extends the season and it does allow for food uh, to be available to you year-round. So um, in addition to the year-round, uh, in addition to the winter food that I harvest, uh, spring and summer is just absolutely glorious for me uh, in, the, in the diversity of food that I'm consuming, uh, and it's, it, it, it's changed my life. I mean, in terms of the amount of energy I have, I wake up in the mornings, I'm, I'm, I feel so much better. There's not much different that I'm doing. Um, so the food is definitely the, 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 the game changer for me. So I encourage people um, to really look into very seriously expanding a, a really nice garden operation at your home. And we could talk a little bit about uh, specifics in terms of how to start it, um, and talk a little bit about soil. Would you like me to get into compost and soil? Well, we're right going to get into that when we come back from our break. I want to stay with what, you, what you've already been doing. Um, you know, I have a little greenhouse, as I call it uh, myself. I actually got it from Denmark. Was it Denmark? I think it's Denmark um, or Holland, whichever. It's called Grow Camp. And um, it's easy to put together, and it just stays, you know, stays on the ground. Uh, you can get them in various sizes, four by fours, or you can extend it and make it a, an eight by eight, um, a, a four by eight a foot long thing. And you just throw soil in, and then it has, um, you know, plastic for the winter. And I was able, I, 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 I was amazed because. I don't have any heaters or anything in there, and yet certain plants survived the entire winter and kept growing green. So you think, well, if it gets cold outside, it, it won't work, but um, it, grew, it, grew re it grew really well. And then when the sun started to hit it um, and it heats up inside, it's, it's pretty amazing. You would think it's so cold out, but um, my, my, you know, a few of the different plants that I had in there just grew all winter long. Um, is it expensive to put up uh, these greenhouses or these different, um, uh, um, you know, sheds that you have? Yeah, the one you have at your facility at your house is, uh, I want to say, like a, a small portable one that yep. people have limited space. You can, you can find them online. There's a, a variety of small ones. And essentially what you're doing is you're kind of unzipping it and opening it and just kind of sticking your head in there and kind of working you know, on that level. Um, those are very, somewhat inexpensive, or even very inexpensive. Um, the ones that I'm talking about are ones that essentially you physically walk in, you, your head's not hitting it. The ones that I use that I highly, highly recommend 
are called hoop houses. And and people who have the available space, um, the one I have is 15 feet wide, and it's just like a half moon. Um, and it is a, um, a galvanized pipe that essentially uh, is is staked into the ground, and every four feet uh, I put the hoops, and I go as long as I want. One of them is 100 feet long, wow. and one of them is only 30 feet. So you can go And what do they get covered with? Okay, then what you do is um, you buy, it's, um, it's this clear plastic uh, poly um, uh, that you get at greenhouse supply places online, and you can you can buy it in these uh, big big rolls, and it's believe it or not it's not that expensive that plastic. Um, even with inflation, I noticed the price hasn't gone crazy with those, which is great. And you do get um, I mean I'm already on to my fourth year, so my initial investment I'm 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 using it four times a year, and you can roll them up. So there is a process of doing a hoop house that does require a lot of YouTube videos you have to study. Um, I'd be glad to, to help anybody in this audience who would like any information on that. Uh, I could give my email address and, uh, you know, sure. my website, and I, I'd be more than happy to help anybody because, you know, being coached along with, with a hoop house is a big thing. I, I happen to have some people that help me. So, uh, but, but well, let's, 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 let, let's, let's give your contact information when we come back from our first break, which we're going to go to right now. And then when we come back, I want to talk about all the different composting that you can do, your different methods of composting, um, and what the differences are in terms of the results you're going to get. So we're going to go to our first break and we'll be, we'll be right back with everybody. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. 
Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. We're talking with Joe LaPiana about how to make a healthy organic garden. And now we're going to talk about probably one of the most important things, and that is composting. Um, I use, and Joe, I'd like to talk about what shouldn't you put into compost as well as what should you put in. Uh, What does it all look like? Do you turn it? Do you just layer it? Uh, Let's go into all the details on composting. Okay. Okay. So first of all, um, compost is, I want to say, perhaps the most important aspect of gardening and farming. It is unquestionably a material that if you want to be successful, you require an abundance of it. So the beauty of compost is that it is free. All the elements that you put in there are all organic, and they do break down. And if you maintain it, you will have abundance of it. The one thing about it is it does take time. You have to be patient with compost, but ultimately the prize at the end is, is priceless. So the way, the easiest method for people listening right now to make their own compost is to use the materials that are nearby in their, their yard. The first thing you want to start with are the browns, Okay. And the browns are going to be things like leaves, leaves and, 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 um, and any kind of like a bark, a tree material um, that's kind of broken down a little bit, that's cut. If, the one thing that all landscapers and tree cutters uh, give away is uh, wood chips. So if you're able to find a uh, woodcutter, a tree cutter in your neighborhood, um, ask them to give you a load of wood chips. Now, the wood chips, it's really important, have to break down in its entirety, okay? Because they, they, they do create sometimes problems if they're not broken down, and I've had situations with my garden. In fact, even in Dr. Robbins, when I was working with him, there was probably more wood chips than I should have, you know, I, I, I harvested the compost too early. But I've learned over the years that you have to look at it, and it has to look really like dirt, black dirt. So the wood chips and the leaves are very, very important as a base. You want to put predominantly that as a first layer 
um, which is easy to find in the yard, particularly in the fall. It would be great if the leaves are shredded. If you use primarily shredded leaves, your compost will burn quicker and faster for you. If you add wood chips, it will take longer. Okay, and I'll get into the time, how long it takes. The next thing you want to add to that would be um, grass clippings. Again, landscapers, they actually have to pay somewhere to drop off their grass clippings and wood chips, so they'll give it to you for free. So if you can get somebody to give you, start giving you a little bit of grass clippings, or use your own. You know, put a bag on your lawnmower and drop the clippings right in there. Um, at my house, we just trimmed all the hedges and all those, all that green that came off all the hedges, there's piles and piles of it, I'm putting in the, in the compost pile. So any green that you cut around your house, uh, leaves, I'm sorry, uh, grass clippings are excellent, excellent material to put in as, as the second layer. Now you want to put, um, use this as a, as a kind of a, a yardstick, maybe two-thirds brown, one-third green, okay? And the, the brown and the green collectively together will heat up a pile tremendously. Those two elements heat the pile up. The thing that's going to create a lot of, I'm going to say, bacterial activity, where now you're starting to get into um, um, uh, creating a, a more of a bacteria-rich pile is when you add food material. So what I suggest in terms of food is anything plant-based or vegetable-based is excellent. Um, even eggshells are good. They even coffee grinds. I, I don't particularly put coffee grinds. I don't have contacts of those, but I know that they're actually easy to find and they're supposed to be really good for the pile. Um, but anything plant, uh, banana peels, uh, you know, any, any leftover fruit, you know, clippings that you have from, from, from the home, all of that goes in there, and you can almost layer that in. And the way I do it is I put a, a bowl in my house, and I fill up the bowl each day with watermelon rinds, with vegetables, things of that nature. And at the end of the day or the next day, I dump it into a bucket and I keep that bucket with a cover and I seal. So it's not smelly. It's not messy. It's very clean. I take that bucket then and I put it, I dump it into the compost pile. Now the pile doesn't require any necessary type of boxing or anything. You don't have to get that sophisticated with it. It may be cleaner in your yard if you put maybe a chicken wire fence around it, just kind of segment it away from different things. But you can have it free-flowing. It can be just a pile. Once you have the leaves, the browns, the greens, the food matter, I typically will then also add horse manure in. Now, the thing about horse manure is I generally like to let it sit for two years. So I put it in after about a year and a half, I start moving it from a separate horse manure pile that I have. And that is because the horse manure will break down. It takes it a lo longer to break down. Plus there are herbicides in some of the straw that need a longer time 
for the um, uh, the, the bacteria to eat it up and, and break it down. So we just want to make sure that it's all or 100% organic. And that's where, you know, the bacteria does its thing. And, and we do have that environment where it's rich and um, it's organic. And that's the most important thing. So should that be smelly at all? No, no. Here's, here's the thing. Let's go back to the food matter. To eliminate smell, to eliminate any, people are always nervous about, you know, rats and things like that getting in there because they can smell it. What happens is, is that if the minute that you put any food matter on there, all you have to do is smother it with any of the browns and the greens and you cover it really well, the smell goes away instantaneously. And it will, the moment that you do that is the moment it breaks down. Within a day or two, that is going to break down very, very fast. So like within a week, it, it's almost gone. So are there, so you are there any, I was, I was going to ask you, are there any fruits that you shouldn't put in, like orange peels, lemon, or, or, or lime, lime uh, when you're finished using it? Is, is that dangerous, no, all, bad for it, or yeah, is it okay yeah. for it? All of the citrus are fine. The only thing that I would keep out of there are any type of animal products. I mean, you can put egg, um, uh, eggs, uh, broken egg shells are fine. That's the only exception. But there's no meat that goes in there, no bones, no chicken, no, you know. Um, I would even keep away from, from putting any, any fish in there. Now, the fish that you can put into a compost is generally fish emulsion, um, and that's usually something that's, you know, processed and you can put in. But I wouldn't put in raw fish that, you know, you, you picked up at the market and you have a fish head you're putting in there. Try to keep that, that stuff away. That, that could be problematic. Um, so it's really, a, I, to, to make it easy to remember, keep your compost pile vegetarian. Okay. Now, um, do you ever add dirt or, or soil into a compost? No. I, I do not, and the reason I do not is because when you turn that pile, and, and that pile is aged, by the way, the pile has to be turned, and when you, you, you have all those elements in the pile, you have to physically turn that pile from point A to point B. You have to move it to the next spot and start a new pile. When that pile is done after eight months to a year, it does take a while, you're going to have black soil. Now, you're going to be turning it every month and a half, okay? So it keeps moving and aerating. You're going to have soil that you don't have to add anything to. You don't have to add dirt to it because you've already produced it. Um, so it, 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 you're, you're kind of replicating you know, the earth and recreating your own soil. So that's Okay, so I have a question. So I have a question. When you get uh, house plants, uh, you know, flowering plants seasonally and things like that, sometimes they come in pots that, you know, that you buy in the stores, you know, with all different colored flowers and everything. And they're in soil, of course, and whatnot. Or you plant your own plants with potting soil and things like that. Can, um, can you add, should you, can you add all the entire plant there? Shouldn't you use the plant? Can you use the soil that it was in? 
with the roots. Y- yes, yes. Potting soil is not a problem to put in there because it's probably so little. It's probably you know you're not you're not going to be putting in a tremendous amount. So you can you can break down that plant. Sometimes the plants are big. Just kind of break them. You know, snip them down. Put the plant in. Put the roots in, and put the soil in. You're fine. That will break down. No problem at all. That's great. Yeah, because I've been doing that into my, I have this little, or oh, let's see, maybe it's about three, three and a half feet tall by about two and a half feet wide. Um, uh, this bot, you know, this plastic box has no bottom to it. You just add uh, everything to it with a lid through the top. I put in all my food, just like you say. And then at the bottom, it has these gates, on one on each side, uh, two of the four sides, and you can lift up the gate, and that's where you shovel the, the earth out of, you know, the, the compost out of when you're right. ready to use that, it. That, I, I saw that at your, at your facility, and it's a, it is a um, stationary, and it, it will work, um, and it's very clean. Um, you know, for, for people who are on the move, who are very, very busy, and I know Dr. Robbins, he's always with patients talking constantly. So that's an ideal mechanism for people who are always on the move, who need to do things, you know, pretty quickly and, and try to generate and recycle their, their waste and things like that. That's a good system. But in terms of people who want a larger garden that want to create more compost, you want it to be out in the air, you want it to be freestanding if you have the space, and you essentially have to turn it. And I'm not going to kid you, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a workout. Now, if you have a friend, a helper, a family member, it's great to get in there, and every month and a half, maybe two months, you turn that pile. And you do that for anywhere from eight months to one year. It's probably safer to say one year. And after a year, you're ready to go with that pile. You're going to be amazed at, at, at what you've created. So once you incorporate the elements we talked about, they need, um, they need fresh air, which they're getting. They're going to get rainwater. They're going to get snow. And ultimately, your job is to keep adding to the pile, not the pile that you – once you turn that pile – you leave that pile and you don't add to it anymore. You just, every month and a half, you keep turning it. Once you start a new pile, let that pile grow. Then after you feel like you're ready to move it, you take that pile and you start moving it. And it's nice to have a few different piles that you're moving, but you kind of got to keep track of it and understand that you're in a 12-month cycle. So every 12 months, you're pulling out you know, a new pile of compost. Well, that sounds easy enough. You number the piles and you set up a little schedule. And then each week, you know, you turn one pile. If you have four of them, four weeks, that should that should be very easy to do. What We only have a couple of minutes before we go to our next break. But what is biochar? Okay. Well, there's a few things that I add to uh, the compost pile. Um, one of them happens to be biochar. Um, biochar is something that I make out of um, uh, uh, scrap wood, and you can really even use, you know, tree branches and things like that. It is um, a mechanism that um, 
that burns the wood, and I do it in a barrel, and you create um, a gasification process. It's a little complicated. It's taken me months and months to figure out how to do this. But um, I create it in a 55-gallon drum, and I burn it in a, a method called gasification where the chimney lets out you know, no smoke. It just, it's practically clear. All the gases burn in there. And they're captured. Your cat. What you're doing is you're capturing the carbon inside the wood, and it burns in a way that the the wood turns into almost like charcoal. When okay. that burns correctly, um, I basically take it out of the barrel. It's cooled down, and I sort of grind it down a little bit. Now that that material is, you know, it's a it's it's carbon. So I'm reintroducing carbon back into the soil. And carbon has a way of working with um, all the elements in nature where both it purifies and it, and it enhances, enhances in terms of really uh, supercharges the nutrients that are available in your soil and the minerals. So it is a, a, probably one of the most magnificent processes. You can actually buy biochar, but you can make it. And, but it does take time and some expertise, and uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And if you spend time online learning about it, there's a ton of videos and things on it. So it's a, it's a great thing to learn to do. In addition to the biochar, I don't do as much biochar. Well, you know, hold on, hold on, because we're going to go to our next break. So hold on to what the in addition is till we come back. I just want to point out that when a forest burns down, we always think of it as a terrible thing. It's actually a renewing thing. And the new forest that comes back after the fire is usually wonderful. So, um, uh, and I guess that's because the, the, the nature created biochar in a natural way. So let's go to our, our last break, and then when we come back, let's go into what you wanted to add on, and then we'll move on ahead, and let's talk about irrigation, um, uh, aer- aerating, and everything else. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. 
Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO grain juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. We're talking with Joe LaPiano. We're into composting now. And um, I want to bring up uh, something uh, and, and ask you about it. A um, couple of things uh, that I learned from a friend of mine who was making, um, you know, organic farming. Uh, he used to get, um, and I've been doing it now too, uh, seawater. And you, you water the seawater. Get it? I get it from a um, patient of mine, got it for me from 90 miles out. When he sent his commercial boat out, he brought it back for me, a five-gallon thing. And you, it makes, you, you make it at a 30-to-1 mixture. So you, when you put 30, you know, let's say a quart, 30 quarts of uh, tap water uh, from my garden hose to one quart of the um, uh, seawater, I mix that together and then I put that into the soil and it's supposed to give it a, tremend- a tremendous boost in, in yield on crop because of all the trace minerals. Um, but you got to water it down enough. And then he used to get um, uh, from granite companies that used to make granite countertops. He used to get all the waste stone and he used to have it, co- you know, powdered for him, crushed into powder, and he used to put that into the soil um, because I guess also because of uh, trace minerals. I'm not sure. Um, you've been using um, um, another other products for mineral sources. Let's talk about that. And um, we have oh maybe about uh, uh, f- five or six minutes where we can talk about that before we're going to be done. Okay. All right. So I add two supplements to the compost. And um, one of them um, is called C90 and is produced from a a location in Mexico called the Sea of Cortez. And it is a pristine area that's tested. Um, And this particular company I've looked into, I've spoken to the company uh, to the owner and, and the people that work there. And they, they mine from the sea into these big, 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 huge piles of white um, um, uh, salt that uh, essentially dries out. They bag it, and that particular product contains 92 minerals and trace elements, which is relatively easy for me to put into the compost pile. 
So I sprinkle it into the pile pretty, pretty uh, um, vigorously. I put, put quite a bit in and um, it mixes in really, really well. It sort of, it, it sort of has a way of breaking down with everything very nicely. In addition to that, you had talked about um, the granite uh, being broken down. Um, and what, what you're doing with, with that concept is you're essentially picking up the minerals that the earth had you know, during the Ice Age, and, and those rocks turn into a dust, and you can, you can pretty much take, take those compounds and you're able to get them out, um, and, and they're utilized in the soil. The way I, I get that action is through um, a, a, a rock dust known as azomite, and it is another broad spectrum of natural minerals, and they're mined from, a, um, from a deposits in Utah, and, and these, the mining process is done in a very um, non-toxic way. So I, 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 I have certification from them that they don't use harsh chemicals when they mine. So consequently, I could maintain my uh, integrity of, of everything being organic in, in what I'm doing. And between the, 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 the C90 and the azomite, it's, it's a one-two punch that is just absolutely incredible in terms of, uh, you know, how you, you can introduce those into your, uh, uh, into your garden. Well, it's important because uh, a friend of mine once told me that even organic tomatoes are supposed to have 50 or more different minerals in them, and typical organic tomatoes have no more than two or three, uh, because while they're farming organically, they're not farming in the way you're talking about. Um, so, and yeah. that makes a big difference in the taste. The taste of the vegetable and the energy right. that's in the vegetable is completely different. We all lack trace minerals, and that's one of the ways to stay health, grow old, and be well. Is you, we need our trace minerals. It's why using so, sea salt in your diet is so important. Right. So, how what Howard's doing is is a great thing. I mean, he he has a great source where there's, the water is really clean, and he's introducing it in a way to his garden that does, does get these minerals into the roots and then hence into the, into the actual food that we eat. And that's what we need. We need these minerals. So um, I, I use the way I irrigate the garden is through uh, drip irrigation. And I'm able to get some of the minerals through the drip irrigation um, through a, a 55 gallon um, uh, drum that I fill up with water, and I'll sprinkle the C90 into that, and the injector that I have going from the 55 gallons um, injects into the uh, irrigation um, system that I have set up. Now, drip irrigation is an excellent means because you could introduce fertilizers, um, water-soluble fertilizers, and it makes your life easier. But you have to make an investment on an injector, and there you can, you can find those online um, and, and, a, and a barrel. And you have to sort of navigate your way through the piping and, and, and doing all that. Now, I'm not going to kid you, I learned the hard way making a lot of mistakes doing it, 
But after you, 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 you get around understanding that you've got three-quarter inch, you know, half-inch piping, then you have to cut it and, you know, connect it and get connectors and things like that. A plumbing supply store and Home Depot become your best friend when you're doing that kind of stuff. But it's not insurmountable. It's something that you can do. I figured it out. You can do it. You know, you can watch YouTube videos. Again, I'll give my contact information. I can, I can coach people on, you know, things like how, how to set up a simple irrigation system at your, in your garden. And that's and, using PVC, isn't it? Well, uh, yeah, the tubing is the PVC. It's a, it's a black tubing. You can use uh, three-quarter inch PVC, and it's real simple. You can puncture hole. You put in a valve, and that valve has an on and off, and then the drip tape gets put right onto the valve, and you turn the valve on, and through the three-quarter inch PVC, goes right into, through the valve, into the drip tape. And you could buy a roll of drip tape that'll last you the next 10 years. So you buy one roll. The drip tape isn't that expensive, and it, it's easy to work with, and it's, uh, it, 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 it's a way, it's the best way to water a garden. If you have a, 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 a sizable garden, if not, if it's a small garden, you don't have to go through all that. You could either hand water it, or you can use, you know, maybe an irrigation system that you have already set up at the house, you know, to water the lawn. Okay. Um, we're coming up to the last uh, few minutes of the show. Um, any, take, if there's another minute or two at most, uh, take, if there's any other um, um, gems that you want to hand out yeah. to any of the listeners. Yeah, and, then, I, I, and then I'd like you to give your contact information and, and give it slowly and say it twice so people can write it down. Okay, not a problem. I think... We, we covered um, the compost, which is really a big battle that, that once you get through that, um, you're kind of home free in that you've got the materials to start growing. Okay, so and I have a quick question then. I, that's something I meant to ask you. So you put your compost down before you do your planting. Now, during the course of the, um, of the uh, growing season, do you add more compost or not? Whenever I plant anything... I'll put the compost. I essentially, I, I tie the compost to the, to the plant. Once I put it in, I make sure that the roots are surrounded by it and the plant gets the composted material right there. Great. So let's, let me have your, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, contact information now because we have to say goodbye. Okay. So the website is called institutefornaturalliving.org. Say that again. And my email for anybody is, it's three words, marketing consultants with an S, I-N-K, liquidink.com. And that's J-L, those are my initials, at three words, marketing consultants, I-N-K.com. Okay. And if anyone wants to text me, I don't mind giving my number. Um, I just, it, I have a spam filter you won't get through on a call, but text me and I'll get back to you. I'm at 631-388-1160. We gave a lot of information and I'd be glad to, to coach and help anybody 
who's interested and wants to do their own growing uh, at 631-388-1160. The website is instituteforNaturalLiving.org, and the email is jl at marketingconsultantsinkliquidinc.com. Joe, thank you very much for being on. Uh, everybody, if you need to reach me, you can email me at ozone doctor, O Z O N E D O C T O R, at yahoo.com. Remember to go to promolife, P R O M O L I F E dot com. Remember, if you call them on their phone number to mention you heard it on the show and they'll give you a special discount. Also, go to um, doctors biome d-o-c-t-o-r-s-b-i-o-m-e dot com to get doctors biome colon health drink one two ounce shot a day and remember to use the code radio 20 if you need to call my office call me at 212-581-0101 that's 212-581-0101 and um, my office staff will be happy to help you and help you get in touch with me if you want to speak with me personally. Um, remember to tell your friends that these shows are archived. By tomorrow, this show will be up on episode directory right next to our picture and name and on, on the website. And you'll be able to tell your friends to listen to this show and all our shows for that matter. That's the wonderful part about Voice America is that all the shows get archived and people can listen whenever it's convenient for them. Everybody stay healthy, stay well, and we'll be back again next week here on Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week. 